Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Yeah. Another hour. What do you got? We're about to go live to uh, Kansas City with our longtime friend Grace Terrell, or GAT as she's known, the notorious GAT. She will be joining us and uh, giving us her wit and wisdom of everything that is the uh, parade. I saw there was already some sort of police action <laughs> at the parade. Hope everybody's all right. But some kind of uh, car chase. At um, the second hour at 1040, we will have um, Nick Willis. Nick Willis, who is uh, one of the best track and field uh, athletes in the United States because he's going to be at the Armory for the uh, Milrose Games. We'll talk to him as well. And if you like the first hour, you'll really love the third hour because we're going to repeat it. So we're doing a two-hour show today. If you're listening to this right now and it's 11.07, then relive the great first hour. If it's 9.08, then you're live. Downtown San Francisco, Rick Tittle with you, and great to have you with us. Pete Rose in the news today. My dad's old joke when I was a kid. Pete Rose went down to Texas. Pete Rose sat on a cactus. Pete Rose. Kind of like I can row a boat canoe. Uh, I'd like to go to Holland. Wooden shoe. That type of thing. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. The hell kind of show is this? I know. 1-800-878-PLAY. Also around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Shout out to the men and women in our military, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. What a great place. It's a great place to start. Remember that ad? You got to be my age for that. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, Twitch, twitch.tv. There I am. Search for Sports Byline USA. And the Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back. What's in store this week at your local Staples? 
tax facts. Tax time is here, and that's no time for guessing. So Staples has everything you need for tax season. Like tax forms, organizational supplies, and TurboTax software. And right now, you can save up to $15 on TurboTax software at Staples. With TurboTax, there's no mystery, no guessing. So you report nothing but the tax facts. Save up to $15 on TurboTax right now at Staples. Where there's a whole lot in store. Ends 2820 while supplies last. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Hi, I'm Rick Tittle and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific Midnight on the East Coast right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American forces in 177 countries. When I first met our next guest several years ago, one of the queens of Kansas City sports talk, Gracie Terrell, or known as the notorious GAT or just GAT for short, she basically said, look, I know my lot in life. The Royals will never win the World Series and the Chiefs will never win the Super Bowl. And here she is joining us live from the parade route. What's it like, GAT? Your whole life has changed, hasn't it? 
everything has changed since I met you. I think that's exactly it. Like, you are the reason that Kansas City is doing so well. <laughs> I'm pretty convinced at this point. Like, Rick Tittle, number one Kansas City booster. Um, no, it's been crazy because I remember very clearly saying on air on your show when I was in studio, I said, the Chiefs are never going to win a Super Bowl, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Now, and I, I wasn't okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I understand the gallows humor, but there's um, there was news. There was some sort of police action, a car chase on the parade oh, ground. Yeah, we're right there. Yeah. So there we are at the Liberty Memorial, which is the World War One Memorial. And it's, they've got the great museum in Kansas City, all that. And on Maine and Pershing, a Ford Taurus. Like, I'm sorry, if you're going to try to outrun a cop, you should at least be like, I don't know, in like a more like sports utility vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a Ford Taurus with two bad tires that crashed into a barricade and then tried to, I guess, hijack the parade route. So that is the most violent situation that's happened here so far. Also, there was a man with his pants down trying to climb a tree to get a better view. I think he was really drunk. Um, I think everyone's been drunk for the last, like, four days. So I think he's just continued that. Um, you can probably hear sirens in the background as we're talking. But, you know, it's just good old Kansas City. Um, but mm-hmm. we, we pride ourselves on the Royals Parade not being violent and not having any uh, big crimes happening after that. So hopefully the Chiefs Parade will be the exact same way. What what was – and I, I you watched the game with your dad, right, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw your tweets. What would, did, did, um, there, there's something about crying tears of joy, um, which is, I think, very rare in, in life. And what would probably be the most poignant moment? It's still fresh in your mind. I know everything, but what, what maybe would be the most poignant moment about your football team finally winning a Super Bowl in your lifetime? I think it was shocked because, you know, with Andy Reid, his entire coaching history has been very much. Uh, he almost did it. You know, he was almost there. And now there's no more chatter about Andy Reid not being able to get the job done. He did it. Um, and, you know, there's a local sports radio host here in Kansas City that got fired because of comments that he made towards Andy Reid. And Andy Reid's uh, lack of discipline is what he said. And he related it to Andy Reid's son that passed away tragically. And it was just, it was horrible. So Kansas City has gone through some dark times. To get to this point, um, there's been a lot of horrible stuff that's happened. I mean, I don't think I need to go into the dark history of Kansas City uh, sports with 2012. Um, we had a player, you know, yeah. commit suicide in front of our owner and our GM right there. Yeah. And it, it was insane. And that, and that was where we came from. And Andy Reid came in 2013. We got a fresh start. And he said we're going to bring a championship home. And he did it. Um, and it really, honestly, it quiets the naysayers a lot. I think that's the most poignant moment for all of us in Kansas City is that, hey, we can do it. You know, we just needed that one part, and that one part was Patrick Mahomes. No, it's great stuff. We're speaking with uh, our friend Gat on the Kansas City parade route for the uh, um, Super Bowl champs. The, um, there were at least, I don't know, three times where I thought, okay, the Niners are going to win this. And the thing is, I mean, I've <laughs> – I've watched every Niner game because you know I have to. I'm a, you know I'm a Raider fan, but in this town yeah. I got to be. I'm a two team market in baseball and football, so I have to know what the other teams doing. And all year long, the Niners just had this mojo. And when they got that look in their eye, you knew it was done. And that Tarvarius Moore interception, uh, going up by ten, seven minutes left. I'm like. This thing's done. Now, for you, you saw him fight back against 24 nothing down to Houston and down by 10. 
to the Titans. Did you think it was done after a couple picks, or did you still think we got this? Absolutely nothing is over with Patrick Mahomes, and I don't say that lightly because there's plenty of quarterbacks that, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is great with Hail Marys. He's great in the fourth quarter, but there's nothing quite like what Patrick Mahomes has done. Um, What I really loved is that Kansas City has a rich history of Tom Brady's backups, okay? So we knew (laughs) what we were going into with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's like, look, we, we gave Matt Castle $63 million wow. to do absolutely nothing. And just because he was Tom Brady's backup. And that's what Kansas City has like brought in. Like, oh, maybe this guy will do it. Maybe Alex Smith will do it because, you know, he, he wasn't you know, going to be starting for the 49ers. So there's, there's a long line of people that just said, you know, Trent Dilfer came out and said, oh, you know, Kansas City just doesn't have it. Like, you know, the 49ers are going to steamroll him. Kansas City has a chip on their shoulder. Um, and the chip is gone now. We have finally proven that we're world champions, and it's an incredible feeling. I've never experienced something quite like this because the Chiefs have been my life. Um, the Chiefs have been my one team that has never changed throughout the years. Uh, you know, when, when I went to college, I changed college teams, but I never changed pro teams because you just don't do that. You stick with your team, um, and a lot of people in Kansas City have stuck through some pretty dark years, so it's, just, it's incredible to see all this. Uh, but we never really doubted it. You know, when we had Mahomes, we had our health back. We had everybody that we needed to uh, come back and make huge plays. Um, it's been absolutely mind-boggling to see him come back from a dislocated knee. Like, how yeah. do you do that and then win a Super Bowl the same year? That's nuts. Yes, yeah, Gath of Proud K-State alum. And I'll give you credit because you were the one tweeting for the Chiefs to draft Mahomes. And I remember I had you on the show um, I think we were talking about the Royals there in town, but we mm-hmm. we were. I asked you about Mahomes because a lot of look. We all knew he had a golden arm, but he didn't have the best college career. And you know, it was like drafting a pitcher with a great arm, but his ERA was six in college. You know, and like, well, what can we do with this guy? Mm-hmm. And I remember you said, "I am over the moon." So I'll give you credit, Andy Reid. <laughs> Andy Reid and you knew this was the guy. Well, you know, I dress like Andy Reid most of the time. <laughs> so I think that, like, I can't grow a mustache, and I, I've tried for a long time. Oh, wow. It's not happening for me. The facial hair is just not working. Um, but, you know, Andy Reid saw in him what he saw in Donovan McNabb, but he saw more. He saw in Mahomes what he saw in Michael Vick, but more. He saw so many different things, like, especially Favre. Seeing Brett Favre and, and Mahomes, in the same photo frame was absolutely insane. And yeah, 2017, I was, I was just tweeting every day as the Chiefs, please draft Patrick Mahomes. And I hope me and like every other Chiefs fan that was doing it too, uh, I think that we really did a great job. And all I can think of at that draft though was that the Chicago Bears traded up for Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. I still can't get over that with Patrick Mahomes on the board. So it's like, I am really, really lucky that we had a front office uh, that listened to Andy Reid um, and, you know, paid attention to what we wanted, what what our team needed. And for that, I'm forever, forever thankful. And, you know, 
Carl Peterson years where they were pretty rough. Um, there was a lot of like flashiness going on with the Chiefs then, but they never actually got the job done. And now we have, and it's kind of incredible. <laughs> Bears could have had Deshaun Watson too. Yeah, let's not. Uh... You're not wrong. They yeah. could have also had him. They could have also <laughs> done a lot more. But you know, I just love bragging on the Bears. Yeah. You know, Chicago fans are so hardy. They're a lot like Chiefs fans, so I appreciate them. One more question for you. I don't. Do you know the comedian Chris Porter at all? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So Chris Porter's um he's one of my comedian buds and he comes in once a year and he's been in about five years in a row and he usually wears okay. a Royals hat or a Chiefs hat and he was in right after they lost the World Series and then when they won the World Series and he was in right after they lost last year in overtime. And so he was in here on Wednesday, he was wearing his Royals hat and you know, he was wearing his you know, it's the irony that he was doing shows at the punchline here in San Francisco. <laughs> he was wearing his Chiefs jacket on stage while he was doing his act. But he said, um, you know, the Saturday night show, um, he was going to wake up early Sunday morning and he was going to fly back to L.A. and he was going to watch it with some friends of his that were Chiefs fans. But he said he was so excited. On a Wednesday, he said he started to feel kind of sick because he said, "I it's finally hitting me that we're actually in the Super Bowl for the first time in my life. I think about just how good the Niners are. I felt great. Now I'm starting to feel sick, like this isn't going to happen. I haven't given up faith. But did you kind of know what he's talking about there? Absolutely. I don't think I slept. Um, the funny part is I'm actually in the middle of uh, making my own podcast network with a bunch of my guy friends here in Kansas City. So we're in the middle of launching a business in Kansas City, in the middle of the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl, and we were all just, like, running around, like, psychotically. Like, nobody knew how to sleep. Nobody knew what to do with themselves. Like, we're all just staring at the TV, waiting for the Super Bowl to start. Like, I can't tell you how insane it is that the entire city just shut down. And then the entire city lit up. Like, I was in probably 45 minutes from the city core um, out in the suburbs, and I could see fireworks going off uh, probably about with four or five minutes left in the fourth quarter. And people are just going nuts because I think what set it all off was that, that, that 49ers interception little celebration where they're all yeah. standing around posing. And I know, I know that's the thing that you do is you get an interception, you go and you go flex in the end zone, you go like show off. I get it. But that really and truly sparked a huge fire underneath our defense. Um, and it was unlike anything I've ever seen, but you know, why, why, lead a game you know why have a lead because that's just you know that's overrated why don't why not come from behind and you know blow everybody out of the water and just keep people on their toes it's a lot more fun you have a great heart condition if you're a Kansas City fan no doubt about sure. it you know I think Washington could learn from you and I because our teams are blood rivals from 1960 yet you mm-hmm. and you and I you and I are always buds so I think I think Capitol Hill could learn a little from us You know, and the Raiders and Chiefs game used to be our Super Bowl. You know, like that used to be like our thing. It's like, hey, as long as we beat the Raiders every year, who cares, (laughs) right? Um, But now we're actually in one. And I know that Oakland's experienced it. I've never experienced it before in my life. So since meeting you, I've now experienced a World world Championship. I know. It has to be it. It has to be it. So I'm I'm incredibly grateful for it. I, I thought the Niners were going to win that game. I, I picked them to win. <laughs> I thought they were going to win. I think we all did with about seven minutes left. But um, listen, uh, to the victor go the spoils. Enjoy your parade. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for, uh, you know, Meg and Jess and all your Sprouts Takes fans. Yeah. 
so uh, thanks for calling in, Gat. Have a great time, and we'll catch up with you for some uh, for some baseball. Thank you so much. Go Chiefs. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Violent. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam, for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital. A hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now.
thought you was? Rick Tittle thought you wasn't. And he ain't even playing. All right, thank you very much for that. Welcome back to Titillating Sports. I'm your host, Rick Tittle, coming to you live from downtown San Francisco. On the... Jeez. Hold on a second. Who left it? Come here, you wretched little... Ow! Ow! Get out. Can you open... Get out! Good Lord. All right. Uh, thank you for that. I've got the cat out of the room. Welcome back to the uh, show. Well, Rick, I think I played enough of that one. Rick Tittle with you. <laughs> 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Pete Rose is in the news, but we actually had a blah ha 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 buster yesterday. Not a blockbuster trade. Not a blockbuster, but a blah. Just, oh my gosh. After six weeks of trade rumors, Mookie Betts is finally on the move. Whatever Mookie wants, Mookie Betts. Whenever Mookie walks into a casino, Mookie Betts. Oh, yeah. He is a Dodger. Now, that would have been big enough, right? That would have been big enough. David Price is also a Dodger. Wow. Now, these are not the only guys coming this away to California because it's a three-team trade. The Minnesota Vikings, I should say Twins. It's going to take me a while to transition back into the baseball mode. Minnesota Twins get Kenta Maeda from the Dodgers. And then the Red Sox get Alex Verdugo and Bruce Dar Gratterall. Not the catcher Gratterall, but the young pitching phenom. So Betts, who's only 27 years old, is, of course, one of the elite players in baseball. Now, he's a rental. And people think that he can get a Mike Trout contract after this season. The Red Sox were apparently, well, obviously hesitant to meet that asking price. You know, we heard from John Henry, hang down your head, John Henry, that he wanted to cut payroll. Well, they did that. So Betts is out. Now, the Dodgers already were the overwhelming favorites to win the National League West with or without bets. And you'd say, well, the Padres are up and coming. The Diamondbacks are improved. And then the the Giants aren't going to do anything, and neither are the Rockies. It's just that the Dodgers are so good and so deep, and now they've added one of the premier players. The MVP two years ago. This year, what did Mookie Betts do? 295, 29 jacks, 80 ribbies, 16 steals, 135 runs. And it's funny, he's so skinny. He looks like he couldn't even lift up a bat. But as is always the case with a transaction of this magnitude, there are winners and losers all over the place. Winners, well, duh, Dodgers. When you get one of the game's best players, and you get a great veteran starter, and you don't surrender your two top prospects. Think about that. Verdugo is no longer the top prospect. It's Gavin Lux and Dustin May. The Dodgers are like, what is it, like 
the Yankees and Boston, especially Houston for a while, just these great farm systems and then cash to blow. But they've already got a potent lineup and so a potent defense. And they have erased the sour taste left in their mouth by missing out on Garrett Cole and missing out on Anthony Rendon and missing out on Steven Strasburg. And, of course, Cole to the Yankees, Rendon to the Angels, and Strasburg, well, he stayed home in Washington, D.C. So it's a good day for them. It's a bad day for the Red Sox because you just traded one of the best players in baseball. Now, you got a great outfields prospect, but a guy with a back injury. The pitching prospect, Gratterall, they say might end up in relief, but you have payroll flexibility. I always say payroll flexibility to sign worse players. It's like Khalil Mack. Now we got money. Well, you got money for what? Well, now we got money. Yeah, what are you going to do with the money? Sign a guy like Mookie Betts? Betts has enormous value. Look at the Paul Goldschmidt trade. One year after Goldschmidt fetched Luke Weaver and Carson Kelly, a good starter and a great catcher, well, Betts is better than Goldschmidt, and he returned two prospects in salary relief. I don't really like it for Boston. I really don't. Now, Mookie Betts is a huge winner. He won the World Series Two years ago, he was an MVP. The Red Sox, not only did they not go to the postseason, but their manager had to quit because he was involved in the sign-stealing thing. The whole team has been involved in the sign-stealing. And funnily enough, the Red Sox perpetrated that against his new team, the Dodgers de Los Angeles. So he's out. But now Mookie Betts is on a World Series contender in... um, uh, Tinseltown. Now, another guy you could say who's a loser is Jock Peterson. Because, remember, he was the top prospect in their whole system there. Well, the kid from Palo Alto High School, one day he's on a World Series contender preparing to play alongside Mookie Betts, and the next day he gets flipped to a fringe contender to help balance payroll. Because after the after Betts got to the Dodgers, they sent Peterson down Highway 5 to Anaheim for uh, infielder Luis Renjifo. And I thought, there's got to be more to it than that. Renjifo is a guy who hit like 238 last year? What? The, re- the reason they did that is because they had to stay under $208 million luxury tax threshold. Because not just bets money, Price has a ridiculously huge contract. Huge. So Peterson became a payroll casualty. And you'd say, well, is it really bad he gets to play with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani? Well, he does, but his chances of even going to a World Series just about went in the toilet. The The Angels? I'm sorry. They just they, – the, Mike Trout, his whole career, three playoff games, three losses. We'll get to it on the other side. Get your reaction. Huge blockbuster. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Your business ideas need room to run wild. 
but there's no room for error when you're raising the bar. A reliable partner can make a real difference. That's the role of a realtor, an irreplaceable expert who represents your values, a reassuring voice of reason helping you research and reach the right decisions so you can run your business without running the risk. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a lot of questions run through your mind. What am I going to do? What are my options? What did I do wrong? We've had those thoughts too. But some questions can help you move forward. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com for an interactive guide to help you learn the next steps to take after an MBC diagnosis. And how to ask the questions that lead to an open and informed conversation with your doctor. Start finding your voice today at findyourmbcvoice.com. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. uh, Thanks for that. And the lines are open at 1-800-878-PLAY. And uh, Vince, I'll get to you in just a sec. I just want to finish my thought about this whole big trade. The Rays 
and the Yankees were also winners yesterday because now they don't have to face Price or Betts. I mean, let's just face it. Remember, Alex Verdugo was a guy that the Dodgers just plain wouldn't trade. But they held on to him, held on to him, held on to him. Friedman did a great job of waiting until it was time to trade him. And it was time to trade him when you could get Mookie Betts. Whatever Mookie wants, Mookie, we already went over that. And then the Twins. I mean, there's a, there's a strong belief in the industry that Gratterall, who's a great pitching prospect, but is going to be a reliever. So you get Kenta Maeda, who is a established big league starter. He's not amazing, but he's above average, and he is signed through 2023. The Twins are ready to win if they add pieces. Maeda is a piece. Now, they don't have to wait to see if Gratterall can find himself at the MLB level. They know that Maeda, who can also relieve, they know he goes right into the rotation. Um, and I also think maybe Verdugo is a winner in this, too, because you think, well, why would you go from a World Series contender to a team that's getting gutted? Well, that outfield in L.A. with Bellinger and you got Pollock, Chris Taylor, Kike Hernandez, this kid Matt Beatty, now you add Betts. He's going to be an everyday right fielder now in at Fenway. An everyday right fielder. He doesn't have to worry about somebody else on the roster or a crowded Pawtucket getting him. But if you're a Red Sox fan, less than a year ago, Boots, uh, Mookie Betts was going to be a lifetime Red Sox player. Reigning AL of MVP, centerpiece of their best team ever. Great, young, fan favorite. How do you not re-sign that guy? He's their best player since Pedro Martinez. And they didn't. So that's my thoughts. Let's go to the phone lines at 800-878-PLAY. Vince in the East Bay. How you doing, Vince? I just want to say that the Red Sox are playing the uh, Oakland A's uh, situation. They want to get under the salary cap where they don't pay the penalty. That was the only reason why they did that trade. And the second reason why they did is they felt they had no chance of winning their division or getting the wild card. So that to me is insane when, when they're one of the biggest revenue um uh, of the te- you know producers in baseball, so you're not even trying, and yeah. that to me is like disgusting. But yep. so the Dodgers got better, Minnesota got better, and and uh, um, Tampa Bay, like you said, got better. All these teams are you know positioned themselves for the playoffs, um, and they're not. So I just think it's if I was a Red Sox fan, I'd be extremely mad. Yeah. But but the reason why I called, and it's not the Warriors, it's the Sharks, and. I uh, I haven't talked about the Sharks for a while, but they were playing Dell for a while now, and they were doing it because they were planning to trade him. That was the whole ideal, you know, before the trade deadline. But he got player of the month in February, and I'm listening to – I'm one of the few fans watching Shark games and Warriors games. Well, the Sharks, every single player that they interviewed said Dell's the most valuable player on the team, and they're enabling them to win now with Dell being a goalie. So here's the, the dilemma with uh, Wilson. Is he going to um, trade him or is he going to re-sign him? And to re-sign him, they're probably going to have to pay him at least $3, 4000000 million a year. And then the other question is Jones. Jones as a backup is now 8.25 average in his save percentage, which is the worst in the AHL. His save percentage is the worst in the AHL. He's guaranteed $5.5 million for the next four years. He has a no-trade clause. And I've been reading in the hockey news that just about every single executive feels that 
Jones cannot even play in the NHL anymore. He's not an NHL player. <clears throat> so the uh, Sharks are going to have to buy out that contract, which the owner's not going to be happy about. But it's going to cost them about one four, one five in a salary cap for the next 10 years. But it's the only thing they could do at this point. I, I don't see how they cannot do it. If they don't do it, they're going to be really sorry because they're almost at the cap right now. So if they're going to have any room to sign players in the offseason, they have to do that with Jones. You see the, the Sharks keeping Bell, and do you see him getting, you know, buying out Jones? Uh, I don't see them buying out Jones. Um, Aaron Dell, to me, is, you know, pretty pathetic, but he's better than Martin Jones. I mean, his save, what, what is his save? It's like 9-11. I mean, you say you trade no, for Aaron well, Dell. It's 9-20, and since he's been starting, it's 9-58. Since he's been started, right. I'm just—I'm not, not a believer. I'm not a believer in Arundel. Um, he's had—he had that hot—that hot streak last year as well. Then he went back into the crapper. I would love to see them. Uh, well, look—they're going to keep Dell because I don't think they can get anything for him. To tell you the truth, he's not somebody that that a team's going to trade for and give up, you know, first and second round pick. No, no, they're looking at third, fourth round picks. Yeah, you might as well just hold on to. It. I know he's a un- unrestricted free agent, but if he can stay for a hometown discount, you might as well keep him around. But I, I he doesn't impress me all that much, and I, I wouldn't blink if they got rid of him. What about Jones? I mean, he's now at eight twenty-five as a backup. He's even worse. He's the worst goalie. He was the third worst goalie last year in all the NHL, clean all backups. He's the worst goalie now, and he gets worse and worse each year. Do you keep that? I mean, I just think the Sharks would be fools if they keep him. Well, it's hard. I mean, his cap hit's going to be 5.7, and you're going to pay. That's not. I'm not even thinking about what they're going to pay him personally. But you're going to. But you're. Now. But you're going to take a cap hit of 5.7 instead of paying him 6.7. So all no, you, all your all your saving is a million dollars. No, that's not true. If they, with that, the way that the, the, the rule is, because I read this on the Sharks' homepage, mm-hmm. is they take the remaining of the contract, which is about $22 million, he times it by 0.6, which is about one four to one five million a year. Divide that by 10 years, that's the cap hit. That's if they buy out the contract. All right, so well, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on hockeyreference.com, and it says $5.7 million cap hit. Yeah, they would have. That's what it is right now on the on the Sharks. That's what they have to pay if they keep them on the team. If they buy them well, out, well, the salary is six point seven five. It's a million more. That was my it's point. Because they paid them a bonus. That's why, and that that's spread out over the, the life of the contract. But it's don't worry about the cap. His salary is five point seven million. So you would take the way the cap buyout is. You take sixty percent of the salary. You still have to pay the player. The player gets his money. You take sixty percent of the salary. Divide, which is left of the contract, and divide that by 10 years, and that's what the salary cap is, which is about $1.5 million. So you still pay them the money. you got to pay them that money over four years. But you get a lot less cap hit. But you only do that once. You can't, you, after you do that, you have to wait 10 years before you do that to another Well, I player. just wonder who you're going to bring in because, I mean, you're right. He's had two terrible years. Um, in his career, he's still over 500. Of course, he played for a Stanley Cup champion, and he took a team to the Stanley Cup Finals, as we all saw. Um, I just wonder if he's a lost cause because there are so many mediocre goalies out there, and it just—if he was a free agent, you'd say, "Fine, let's move on." But if you're paying a guy, whatever it is, not to play for you, and you bring in somebody 
who's just a little bit better like Aaron Dell, I, I don't really know what you accomplish outside no, of. He's, his, his average right now is getting close to 9.2 for the season. Since he's been starting, it's, it's like 9.58. That's what and he I, said. He got yeah. player of the month for the Sharks. I mean, they're going to probably keep him, I think, for the rest of the season and play him most of the games. And he keeps doing what he's doing for the rest of the season. I think they're going to resign him. And then I think they have to do that with Jones. And then they're going to have to find a backup for Dell, either through their minor league system, you know, which would pay him the minimum of like 700000 or um, sign a free agent goalie, and they're going to have to eat the contract. I mean, the con- this team's worth about a billion dollars. So $5.8 million, which you have to write the check each year to Jones, isn't going to kill you. Now, the only thing that could help him a little bit is it, it, when, once he becomes a free agent, it's like baseball. If he signs another contract, it's going to be minimum because that's all, that's all, because it goes back to the Sharks. So he would get minimum for the next four years. So they would pick up basically seven hundred thousand for the next four years per year. But, well, I know, just that, I mean, do you remember Troy Troy Grozenick? You know, he was the AHL goalie of the year. They got these guys now. Um, Joseph uh, Coronar, Andrew Shortridge, not Short Ribs, Shortridge, and Zach. Sachenko, you know, you buy out without making a trade. You buy out Jones, and now you promote, you know, Andrew Shortridge. Did you really make your team better? Well, that's why I think Dell's going to play the rest of the season. And if he plays, now the sample size is about a month. He'll have two more months to play, and then if he plays like this the rest of the year, I think I don't think you're going to pay him like twenty million dollars four year contract. I would sign Dell for a one-year contract, probably pay him 2 to $3 million, which is more than he's making now. He'll be my starter, and then look at him for the whole year. And then I would buy out Jones because it's, it's like a stock. If you have a really crappy stock, I mean, most people, how they lose money is they hang on the stock, hoping that the thing goes back up, instead of selling it and look for a better stock. I mean, it, it, and so, I mean once he's paid the money, you got to look at it is. It's like sunk costs, as we used to talk about this in finance. It's, that's a loss. You can't look at his contract. You have to start thinking, if Jones didn't have a contract, should he be on the Sharks? And the answer is no. I mean, every year, if you look at Jones' stats, every year he's gotten worse. Mm-hmm. It, that's, a, that's a fact. Every year his, his there's no, There's no doubt they need an upgrade. And they, they committed to Jones. He was, you know, he was a great story. He was undrafted. And, you know, came out of the Calgary area. Or Kelly Kissio was his coach when he was playing for the Hitman. He was a teenager and, you know, a, a great story. And when Jonathan Quick came, went down and he went in and he, like, won his first eight games and there were three shutouts and, like, oh, my gosh, this guy's better. And he came to the Sharks and he was just absolutely fantastic. I mean, he was really, right. really, really fantastic. So the, I don't know hockey well enough to know whether he's a lost cause or not. But usually you can have one bad year, two bad years, then you have to start how about, looking. How about every year getting worse? I mean, that's the thing. And he's not just bad. The worst goalie in hockey. You know, that's and it's yeah. the second time. I know. They need They need to find a solution. I just, I just, the thing is, is that when you, when you, when you're in a sport with a salary cap and you start talking about paying a guy not to play for you, that's fine if you have someone better. I just don't know if they can find someone well, better. Well, Dell is better right now. And, a and, lot they, and they have Dell and they have Jones. So I just think standing pad and waiting until the summer is probably the better move. Yeah, that, I think they'll do that. I don't think they're going to do anything this summer. I think they're not going to trade Dell. They were probably planning to. 
I think they're going to keep Delphore out the, the rest of the year. If Dell keeps playing really good, I think they're going to let Jones go because Jones is so bad mm. that when he backs up, that's almost like you lose that game. And yeah. you can't afford to try to make the playoffs. And every time your backup goalie plays, you're going to lose that game. I mean, you can't have a goalie like that. So I, I think they're going to cut him. I think, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's a 1.4 to 1.5 salary cap hit for 10 years, though. That's the bad news. It's not like through the contract four years. It's 10 years. So, but it's less of a hit than 5.8 million. I mean, yeah. you got to, you know, you, you got to eat. So you could sign your other younger players that are coming up. I think that's the problem with the Sharks. Yeah. You don't want to stink for, you know, three or four. You don't want to be like the Anaheim Ducks and, and the Kings yeah. and stink for the next four or five years. But, um, I, I hear you, the Vince. Yeah, they got it. They got to upgrade the goalie. There's no doubt. Hey, thanks for your insight and your call. I appreciate it. Yeah, take care. All right, Mark Tittle, come on. Man. watching sports well how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere in your house on your computer even on your smartphone for one low price with national programming service you can that's right for one low price so low we can't publish it you can take your favorite sports anywhere anytime with you and we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels don't wait call national programming service right now you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue 
Lugu a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Hadle is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, we'll get into a little Pete Rose. Yeah, back in the news. He thinks he should be reinstated. He might have a point, too. Uh, normally, I wouldn't bring up a coordinator being hired at Arizona State football, but we know that Herm Edwards runs the show, and Marvin Lewis was a helper. So when Lewis lost defensive coordinator Tony White to Syracuse, Yesterday, he didn't waste any time. You think, okay, he promoted Marvin Lewis to defensive coordinator, big deal. But he didn't. He promoted him to co-defensive coordinator with Antonio Pierce. And if you say, why do I know that name? It's because Pierce went to the Pro Bowl. He was a linebacker with the Skins, the Giants, and he won the, um, he won the Super Bowl with the Giants uh, as well in uh, 2007. That, to me, never works. Remember when Liverpool had co-head coaches, Gerard Ullier, who was a French national team uh, manager, and Roy Evans, who was scouser through and through. And I remember press conferences, they sat side by side, a guy from Liverpool and a guy from France, and finally it got to the point where they just fired Roy Evans. They go, we'll go with the French guy. I don't know, can you make it work? See what happens in 10P. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come on back for hour number two or the next show. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Yeah, that's right. I said American Forces. Where are you at, troops? I'm on your side. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. Very much interested in, uh, in what you're doing, and uh, we appreciate it. All that you do as well. You're the guys and the gals out there that uh, make sure that uh, we're okay. And um, I want to make sure that you're okay as well. And a lot of you are in places that you just plain don't want to be. I understand that because I'm in one right now. No, seriously, though, you're doing a great job, and uh, we're proud of you. And I know sometimes things get politicized, but... Just a reminder, everyone listening, that the troops don't make policy. Uh, No matter who's president or uh, what party is in charge, they just protect us and they do what they're told. You know, and that's, uh, it's like I said, all I can do is honor people like that. And, you know, I'm in my life and I'm no spring chicken. I've never seen a more divided and bitter and hostile Washington, D.C. I thought I had seen some bitter division, but it's about as bitter as it gets. And everybody's quite happy uh, with, you know, snidely dividing the country. Our troops don't divide. They don't. They stay united for us. And that's just a, it's just a fact. So I want to let you know that we appreciate it. 1-800-878-PLAY. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border. You can get in on the email, rick at sportsbyline.com. We stream through sportsbyline.com. I'm on twitch.tv right now. If you don't know what that is, it's an app, Twitch, and then search for Sports Byline USA or go on your computer at twitch.tv. We're also on TuneIn Radio, which is right down the street, iHeartRadio, Stitcher as well. If you want to tweet, I think that's in the Bay Area as well, <laughs> go uh, to at Rick Tittle there. Come on back. Excuse me, Captain. This is your wake-up call from the new TrackFone Wireless. Uh, what's that now? What if you had to fly this plane while sitting back in the cabin? I wouldn't have any control. Well, that's what it's like going with some wireless companies. But TrackFone Wireless gives you control. Hmm. Get unlimited talk and text on America's best 4G LTE network starting at $20 a month, no contract. Plus, unlimited carryover data with active service. That's cool, but how'd you get in my cockpit? This is your wake-up call, people. The new TrackFone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. 
It's Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Earn double points on all sale items like wiper blades, motor oil, tools, and more. Ready for an oil change? Get five parts of O'Reilly High Mileage Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter for $23.99 plus double O Rewards points. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. What is up? Get on in. Get heard. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-87-A-PLAY as we talk some sports with you, my fellow American. All right. We talked about the big Mookie Bats trade, and uh, let's face it, that is a a biggie. Um, But there's more news in the baseball world, and that is that the all-time hits leader, the hit king Pete Rose, has once again petitioned MLB for reinstatement, and he's citing this sign-stealing scandal as evidence for why he should be reinstated. His lawyer has submitted to Commissioner Rob Manfred a 20-page petition. This is according to ESPN, and in that petition, he cites the Astros sign-stealing scandal and the fact that no player was punished as evidence in his favor. He's 78 years old, is Rose now. He's been on the ineligible list since 89, 
That's when I started my broadcasting career. It's been a long time. He agreed to that punishment as consequence of his gambling on MLB games, alleged at the time but since confirmed, and in his agreement with the commissioner of baseball, Bart Giamatti, his son, by the way, is a great actor, Paul Giamatti, and yes, it is his son, who had a heart attack and died, some people think, over this. We don't know. Bart Giamatti was, I believe, the president of Yale. This is when we had old-school commissioners, and after he passed, the deputy commissioner, Faye Vincent, took over, and that's when Bug Selig came in and had the palace coup and put in one of their own, the Brewer's owner. We'll run it from here. But Rose uh, was permitted to apply for reinstatement as part of the agreement, and he's done that multiple times. The last time he did it was in 2015, and that got shunned. This time, Rose and his lawyer argue that this is out of step with what's been levied against users of performance-enhancing drugs and also the electronic sign-stealing scheme. And, you know, there are a lot of things that happen at the time. Oh, you bet on baseball, you're gone for life. That's just the way it was. And it probably still is. But on the other hand, Rose uh, says uh, in the, um, well, his lawyer said in the petition, quote, there can't be one set of rules for Mr. Rose and another for everyone else. No objective standard or categorization of the rules violations committed by Mr. Rose can distinguish his violations from those that have incurred substantially less severe penalties from Major League Baseball, end quote. So the petition also says that Rose wants a meeting for Manfred to, dis- to discuss all of this. Rose, remember, he denied betting on baseball, Denied, 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 and over 10 years later, 2002, he said, yes, I did bet, but I only bet on my team to win. And then in 2015, he finally said, okay, I bet when I was playing, but I bet on my team to win too. The problem for Rose's standpoint is that uh, there's a rule called Rule 21D. Misconduct betting on ball games. Quote, any player, umpire, or club or league official or employee who shall bet any sum whatsoever upon any baseball game in connection with which the better has a duty to perform shall be declared permanently ineligible. End quote. Boom. There's no rule book mandate for PEDs. There's no rule book mandate for sign stealing. And so that's why this is a long shot. And MLB has no comment on this yet. It's just come out today. But this was a guy who was in baseball, and I mean MLB, for 24 years. Hit king, all-time leader in at-bats, all-time leader in games played. No one played in more baseball games than Pete Rose in the bigs. And, of course, managed the Reds for six years. And over that span, they were about 40 games over 500, 525 winning percentage. Now, do you think he should be reinstated? I don't think he should be reinstated, but I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Those are two different things. I remember talking with Bruce Jenkins about it, and he's just adamant about not putting him in. Uh, He's a writer for the uh, Chronicle. And... And I've been to the Hall of Fame. There's a Pete Rose display, his glove, his hat, his spikes, the video of him hitting it off late, Eric Shaw. They're just, that's just the way that they're, they're rolling. 
they're going with Pete Rose as being recognized as a great baseball player. You know, Barry Bonds, there's a whole thing about did players use steroids? That's the thing. So it's not like they're being ignored. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, another question I have when it comes to this. Oh, yeah, let's go to Anthony. I'm sorry, Anthony. I've been keeping you on hold. Anthony is in Florida. Thanks, Dominic. What, what's going on, Anthony? Hi, Rick. I have a question, actually. Well, why why uh, – this is a football question specifically. Is there a reason for for the – the players allowing the was this an owner's rule or the players actually agreed to this like the dead cap rule in the and and NFL and stuff is a when they were uh talking about the CBA and stuff did the owners come up with that rule or did the players agree to that Every, to that uh everything has to be rule? everything has to be agreed on by both sides when the collective bargaining agreement is signed why, why, why would players agree to the dead cap rule, though? That affects them because they don't get the money. There's, there's, always, there's always some give and take one way or another. And remember, the last CBA done by baseball players very much um, favored established players who had already put in their six years. And that's why I think a lot of this, uh, the new CBA we're going to have after the end of the season after that one, is going to be about players having freedom before six years. Remember, three years minimum wage and then three years of arbitration. So you're basically being paid for what you did for your first six years. That's when you can – look, when you get to arbitration, you're going to make a few million dollars, there's no doubt. But you're not going to get those crazy contracts until your seventh year. I think that's what will change. Oh, well, no, this is – I'm talking about the CBA for the NFL. No, I know. Well, what I'm saying is it, it, with any agreement, it is agreed upon by both the union and by the league. So um, they, the league, what they didn't do in the NFL, to answer your question more specifically, I'm sorry, but to, what they didn't do in the NFL was they didn't go for the pie as far as revenue. And so the revenue went up and the percentage of revenue that the players would get stayed the same. So they talked about, you know, uh, travel days and, and everything else, but, you know, practices, OTAs, less practices and pads, all that's then the bye week, the team can't even talk to you. But what they didn't take into account was that they needed to get, when the revenue went up, the owners were getting it and the players weren't. Okay. And, and th this whole Pete Rose thing, honestly, I think once the older generation of voters for the, for the, for what is it called? For the Hall of Fame voting? Yeah. Uh, filter out and new generation. The new generation of writers, I don't think, cares much about this whole gambling thing. Like the, with Pete Rose, I think he, once that happens, the, he can probably get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. It, to me, as I said, people have been very, you know, over the years, they're getting more and more love to Clemens and Bonds. But I don't know. Um, Rose is a different thing. The whole thing about betting, you know, it's just such a stigma. I don't know if that's going to change, Anthony. And, and the, 
did the NFL ever have a player like that where not betting, but they're banned for life and they can't even get into the Hall of Fame? Were there any players in the history of the NFL that that happened to where they were banned for life because they did something and they can't get into the NFL uh, Hall of Fame? Well, there was a case with uh, Paul Horning, um, of course, the Golden Boy, Notre Dame, Green Bay Packers, and he was uh, a guy who was working for a casino as a greeter. And um, at that time, uh, Pete Rozelle uh, tried to ban him. There was also um, there was another player. He and somebody else was it Alex Karras. I forgot somebody else. They were casino greeters, and just the fact that they were standing outside of a casino shaking hands, they were trying to get them banned. But he ended up going into the Hall of Fame, though. Yeah, Paul Horning specific. I think back then, players. I read an article saying most of these players back in the sixties, seventies, and eighties had to have two jobs because football players didn't get ready, didn't get paid a ton of money back then. Is no. that true? Yeah, no, they all had to have two jobs. There's no doubt about it. Hey, Anthony, thanks for the call, man. I got to run. Thank you so much. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on, buddy. Someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 you can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Can't stay at home, can't stay at school. Old folks stay, you're full of the fool. Stay on the streets, I'm the girl next door. I'm the fox we waiting for. Hello, Daddy. Hello, Mom. I'm the Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Well, I don't know about majestic stallion. Okay, if you say so. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. This guy was telling me one time years ago. He's like, what's the name you always use? Count Pampula? I'm like, yeah. He goes, why don't you, why don't you change that to uh, your name legally? I'm like, why would I do that? Well, why don't you just... Do it, because Bubba the Love Sponge did it. <laughs> There's a radio guy. I don't know what his real name is, but his radio name is Bubba the Love Sponge. He's like a 300-pound um, radio host somewhere in America. And he legally changed his name to Bubba the Love Sponge. And that's great. Not for me. By the way, as an aside, when I was in uh, Europe in 2006, SpongeBob SquarePants, in France he was Bob Leponge, which means Bob the Sponge. But my favorite was in Germany where he was SpongeBob Schwammkopf, which means SpongeBob Spongehead. You never know. I think the one I hated the most is in Italy, Peanuts, you know, Charlie Brown, Lucy, Snoopy. They're known as Little Radishes. All right, um, getting into the whole salary dump in Boston, which I didn't think I would ever see, honestly, because they print money at Fenway Park. It's an ATM that never stops spitting out C-notes. They're cutting, they're cutting their cost. Maybe they have enough rings. Are they tired of winning, John Henry? Because this is what they're doing. They're choosing price over the best roster available. This is Oakland A's stuff right here. When did they turn into the A's? Now, Henry would already be due a a rhetorical flogging, I guess, for allowing, allowing the competitive balance tax threshold to guide his decision-making, despite that championship core that's still in place. But as the season was winding down, he went public. We knew this. He said, this year we need to be under the CBT. And that was something we've known for more than a year now. If you don't reset, there are penalties. 
So we've known for some time that we needed to reset, as other clubs have done. Look, it's not my money, so I'm not going to tell him he's dumb. But when you're that rich, like, well, it's going to be an extra $20 million. Yeah, but you get a World Series out of it. Look what you paid Pablo Sandoval to play for the Giants. You won a World Series out of it, didn't you? So the threshold next year is $208 million, And the club payrolls that are in line to be subject to penalties with the most severe are those repeat offenders. And I get it. And that's what Henry was talking to. Because the Sox last year, the payroll was more than $240 mil. And prior to the Betts trade... They were still $17 million over the cap, so they have reportedly just traded these guys to get under the limit. As I said, they had to throw in David Price. Wow. They needed to be under the CBD to reset, and that's what they did. Now, consider that Henry uh, said that the, uh, the rumors of a bets trade to get under the CBT, he said that rumor resides more with the media, uh, more far more than it does with the Sox. Well, that was a lie. Willful deception. An untruth is a factual inaccuracy put forth without an intent to deceive. Was it an untruth versus a lie? Well, do we give uh, more credit than Henry merits that he merely forgot that he said that himself? Does that really reside more with the media? I don't think so. When he spoke those words himself... I don't know. Perhaps he was, he's reporting, and maybe he has different personalities. But he was in an email exchange with Dan Shaughnessy, a guy who's been with the Boston Globe forever. And Henry, in one of those email exchanges, according to Shaughnessy, said, I reminded baseball ops that we are focused on competitiveness over the next five years, over and above to resetting, to which he said, that's exactly how we've been approaching it. Right. Unless it's your money, you'd rather win. If I'm working in baseball ops for Boston, I don't care about going over the cap. It's like, let's see, we got Mookie Betts and right. We got David Price on the rotation. No, we don't. We got to get under the cap. So just a couple weeks ago when Henry flatly declared that competing was the most important priority, they traded their best player and a vital member of the rotation just to cut costs. Nothing about the Sox situation has materially changed since he said those words. But he claims that it's a media concoction. (laughs) It's really stupid. So now, yes, you still have great players. Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts, Andrew Benintendi, Eduardo Rodriguez. But you build around those guys. I said Betts is only 27. You're going to get at least three great more years out of them, and probably as many as six. You don't lop off your single most valuable core player and say that you don't need him. That The principle alone makes the bets trade a self-immolation, if you like. I mean, talk about biting off your nose to spite your face. And here's the thing. David Price, you think he's not going to be missed? That was one of the pressure points for 2020 was the Red Sox rotation. Rick Porcello is now with the Mets, and Chris Sale is not exactly a known quantity in 2020 because his elbow was on the fritz all last year, and now Price is gone. 
So now you're looking to Nathan Avaldi, Martin Perez, and do you put Bruce Dar Gratterall on the rotation? I don't know. Do you even put him in the bigs? Are you going to go with Matt Hall? So this is some self-defeat. And you could say this was evident the moment they fired Dave Dombrowski after he won the World Series. And Dombrowski is going to be in the Hall of Fame because he's won a World Series in Florida. He got the Tigers to a World Series, and he's won a World Series in Boston. He did what he was hired to do, commit resources to the goal of winning championships. And he did that. The thirst for payroll efficiency has become too strong. And I never thought I'd see it in a giant baseball market like Boston. Never thought it. The Sox ownership got what it wanted. It reduced its investment on the on-field product. And the Sox fans who are not used to this, quite honestly, I mean, they got, they're getting a, a worse team than they had before. And it's not an unsightly team. But the thing is, when the Sox are three games out, five games out, then six games out, and the season's winding down, and they're two out of the wild card, you're like, Mookie Betts would have won us five games by himself. David Price would have won us five games by himself. D- to me, you're you're basically erasing ten wins. So... If, if the Red Sox are more than 10 games back, I don't know if you could point to it, but if they're right there and they miss out by three games, four games, five games, six, six, six games, somewhere in there, you could say, if we kept those guys, we'd be in the playoffs right now. That's a true statement. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Oh, we have another minute. By the way, it's my first day on the air. Build up to a crescendo. Roll the music. There ain't no music. But this is kind of what I've been dealing with. All of us A's fans have been dealing with since the Haas family. When the Haas family owned the team, they had the biggest payroll in baseball. Believe it or not, they drew 3 million fans of the Coliseum. They signed Ken Seiko to a long-term deal. And then ownership changed. And ownership changed, and a lot of company men bought in. That's the thing. When you're with... You know, your uh, your boss and your boss is a jackass. I understand to a certain extent. You're like, look, I really want to work here, and I'll put up with him or her. But at a certain point, you got to say, I-, I can't work for this. You know, when Marge Schott got out her Hitler Youth knives, my husband had these just for affectation. Bluetooth Sturm. Yeah, I can't work here anymore. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. to own your first real home? The road to unrenting can get a bit rocky. It takes a reliable partner to right wrong turns. That's the role of a realtor. An expert voice of reason helping you navigate the rigmarole of real estate. A trusted ally who knows and represents your rights. So you get all the right guidance on your journey home. Is your agent a realtor? Look for the R. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. 
At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it, too. But once you start to understand your options, you can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor. Some questions have answers. Visit findyournbcvoice.com to find some of yours. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. All right. uh, Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know, uh, over the years, we always talk to a lot of the athletes who participate in uh, basically one of the greatest indoor events in track and field. It is the Milrose Games. And that's, of course, from the New York Roadrunners. It's up there at the Armory in Washington Heights, Manhattan. It'll be the 113th edition on February 8th, coming up in a few days, it'll be televised nationally by NBC from 4 to 6 p.m. And we have one of the participants, the two-time Olympic medalist, 
Nick Willis. And Nick Willis represents New Zealand. What is it about you, you Kiwis? It's a small country, but you're a very sporty lot, aren't you, Nick? Yeah, no, thanks for having me on the show. Um, I was just thinking about that the other day myself, actually, and I think just the fact that we have good weather year-round and you, all the kids are outdoors and you're in bare feet most of your childhood, I don't ever remember any kids walking to school in shoes or anything like that. So just sort of a an outdoor go-get-after-it attitude. So we, we get a lot of miles in our feet and we, we give everything a go and we're not stuck indoors. Now, you've run more than 20 races in New York City. You like New York City almost more than Flight of the Concords, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been very blessed to um, to sort of call New York my, my track home, I suppose. I've been based in Ann Arbor, Michigan since I went to college there, and it's a, it's a quick, short, 90-minute flight over to the Big Apple, and I um, had a lot of great experiences. My first ever race in the States there and when I was 19 or 18 years old, and now I'm 36, still going, so... It's always a pleasure to, to run around the boards of the Armory. 36 is a very young age, but in your sport, is that like grandpa age? I mean, where are you right now at 36? Uh, I get a lot of kids come up to me before the race, participants who I'm racing against or competitors, and say, can I warm up with you, sir? <laughs> so when you hear those three-letter words, um, yeah, it suddenly wakes you up to, gosh, I am almost twice their age if you're against 20, 21-year-olds, but... No, I'm, um, there's, there's a handful of us. There's, there's not that many of us over 30 anymore, but um, I think as the, the pro- I sort of benefited from the professionalism of it coming through and now we can afford to sort of go through those trying times when you face injuries or you have to rehab for six months. You can afford to, to keep paying the bills while you're going through those challenges that maybe people in the 80s and 90s weren't able to do. I'm always amazed at what the human body can do when you think about a guy like Usain Bolt, but, you know, as a sprinter. But it wasn't that long ago, Nick, that they said it wasn't possible for a human to run a sub four-minute mile. You've done that 18 consecutive years, which is the longest a streak ever. Um, when when you get under that four-minute time, and what what is that like? Is that surreal? I mean, when you do it the first time, I remember that was, I did it at the University of Notre Dame um, at an indoor meet um, 18 years ago now, 17 years ago, and that was that was a huge highlight of my career, and since then, it's more been trying to beat the competitors near me, but it's always a, a satisfying thing to sort of continue to, to notch up a sub-four as you go. You don't want to run four flat or over, put it that way, but it's, it's becoming fairly common these days, but um, it's still a great privilege to to get around the track and under 60 seconds a lap for four of them. and I'm going to keep going until I can't do that anymore. We know all the vagaries between, at least we do, between indoor and outdoor. And you think outdoor and the, the wind-aided times and the sun in your eyes and the gristle of the track. And then indoor, no weather and the, the track is completely different. What are some of the things that, I mean, do you change your tactics and your approach or do you run it the same with your head down no matter what? It's a lot harder to get around your competitors later on in the race. In an outdoor race, I might um, start more towards the back of the field and slowly try and work my way through or even leave it for the final 100-meter sprint. But on indoor track, there's only 45 or 50-meter straightaways are the longest there is. So you can't leave it to the last lap, so you really got to sort of get into position a lot earlier in the race. But I just love it. There's You've got the crowd right up over top of you, often if it's a double-decker um stands like they have at the armory then the crowd's right in there so much more noisy and you really feel like you're a part of an arena as opposed to this big open space that a track can sort of feel like 
So yeah, I love it. It's the atmosphere. It just gets you pumped up, and it's a, it's a great way to kick off the year again. A couple more questions for Nick Willis. will be at the uh, Milrose Games on the uh, 8th here on NBC up at the Armory in New York City. Um, I always think when I'm watching track and field, I mean, first of all, especially the Olympics, you train four years for a couple days, make it through the prelims, get to the final. That cowbell for the last lap, I always think that's a big anxiety causer. Or is it something where you're like, okay, good, it's the cowbell, it's my last lap, now I can kick it in. Is that something, what, what does the cowbell do when you know you're on, when you hear it go clunky, clunky? Uh Honestly, I, I've never heard it or paid attention to it in a race. Wow. Um, as a fan, sometimes you do if, you've, if you haven't been paying attention, looking down at your phone or something. But when in, when in the race, I know exactly where I'm at the whole time. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I don't really pay attention to that sort of stuff. So, But I, I guess it's like seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, I know I can um, start my final sprint, and I'm going to reach the finish without um, my legs giving out on me. So, yeah, there's, there's a bit of hope involved, I would say. You want to win the uh, Wanamaker Mile, and I know you've um, placed three times. You've been the showrunner three times. What is it about that famed Wanamaker Mile that's uh, sort of like your holy grail right now? Yeah, it's, there's the history behind it. As you said, it's been going for so many years, over 100 years, and I've been so very close so many times. And It's not going to be easy, but that's why I keep showing up each year. I'd be love to um, to hoist that trophy up above my head. But even just to be a part of the race, um, it's it's the it's the main mile of the indoor circuit each year, and um, it's it's a great privilege. First to have run in the Madison Square Garden venue, where um, all of the famous NBA players have dominated, and now I get a chance to do it in the Armory, one of the most famous indoor track buildings as well. There's a picture of you. uh, I saw you've got the. New Zealand flag and you're you're holding up your track shoe which is I can see Adidas is that sort of like I owe it all to Adidas or I just happen to have my shoe in my hand it's a great privilege to be taken care of by a company when you're um, running as a, you're on the knife edge of injury the whole time if you want to be the best you have to take a risk and injuries are part and parcel of the game so I've been running now professionally for 16 years and I've had four surgeries and three stress fractures and pulled muscles. So there's a lot of time off the track that I've spent and I've been taken care of well all through those challenging times that put a lot of trust in me. So, it's, yeah, you feel like you're part of a team. You're not wearing the Detroit Pistons on your Knicks on your jersey. So your sponsor is who you represent and you sort of feel an affinity or an affiliation towards that. I would as well. I, I get it. And by the way, for people who don't know, Nick was a uh, an All-American at Michigan which is, I think is cool. You're not American, but you're an All-American because you were in Ann Arbor at a, a Big Ten school. So I can only imagine the first day on campus at Ann Arbor, did they start the brainwashing about why you need to hate the entire state of Ohio? At first, you just you hear everyone saying, the Buckeyes, the Buckeyes, and I had no idea what that was. I really <laughs> didn't follow American football at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as that first, I think someone managed to buy my football tickets off of me for twenty dollars that year to go see the <laughs> um, to see the Buckeyes game, and that was probably the worst sale I've ever made in my life. So I, I, I slowly learned, but no, I still live in Ann Arbor, so I I have a deep hatred for the scarlet and gray. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I should note I mentioned the Wanamaker the 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 games uh, established by employees of the Wanamaker department store during world war one and it's funny because back then you know if you wanted to race you you would race for your company i remember um 
I had a professor in college who was an elderly man, and he said he played hockey for Pacific Gas and Electric. You know, it's just that's the way it was back then. And, and to me, something like this should have gone the way of the Dodo the long time, but they're kind of like the Green Bay Packers. This race has survived all these years, which I think just adds a little more spice to it. I didn't know about that history. That's fascinating. It sort of reminds me of my father-in-law playing his um, slow-pitch softball game for the local bar around the corner. Mm. But it's something our sport needs to look at doing more is um, bringing in companies where you have teams a little bit like the um, Tour de France style of racing so people can um, yeah, cheer on their team regardless of who's wearing that jersey. It'll pick up a few more casual fans perhaps. You know, here in America, as you know, our track and field stars – we sort of pay attention for four years, and then sometimes, unless you're a huge, huge, huge star, we kind of forget about you. But I would imagine in a country much smaller like New Zealand, can you walk down the street without being mobbed? Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely not mobbed. The rugby players are still the, <laughs> the, the all big, blacks. big stars. <laughs> yeah, just like the um, basketball or football players here in the U.S. But um, no, New Zealand um, appreciates its sport, but they also treat everyone as an equal peer, um, just like a the flight of the Concords, Brett and Jermaine walk down the street, everyone would just treat them as just one of them. Um, so that's that's the nice thing about the New Zealand, New Zealand mentality. You don't put people up on a pedestal. You're all peers, but it also makes it um, seem achievable. If you see someone doing something wrong, it's like, well, if they can, I can do as well. So there's a, I go, a go-getter attitude, I suppose. Very cool. One last question for you. I'm, I'm fascinated with the recruiting process because as a, a, a track star, a cross-country star, in New Zealand, um, American colleges found out about you, or did they? I mean, did you walk on and they found you, or was there a, a bidding war for you, and then did you go on a, a, a country-wide tour of all the universities? How did you end up in Ann Arbor? Well, I, I sent out a ton of emails to schools that I liked the look of. This was before sort of running became that um, prevalent on the Internet, so I was more researching off of pamphlets. And um, I didn't get too many schools contacting back to me because um, I hadn't run that fast of times my the start of my senior year. But the summer after my senior year, I ran a 401 mile, which was an 18-second personal best, and I basically had the pick of the lot. But um, Michigan was a school that had a, a coach that had shown he could take athletes not just to do well in college but do well in the Olympics and in their post-collegiate career. So I was like, that guy, I don't know who he is, but I, I, know I need to be coached by him because he can – he can eke out an extra many years out of an athlete. And, um, yeah, it's it's come to be true now. Ron Warhurst and I have been working together now for 18 years. And, um, yeah, it's been a, a great friendship over the time. Great choice. Will we uh, knock on wood? See you in Tokyo. That's the hope. I'd love to be there. So thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Reminder, the Milrose Games uh, coming up on uh, Saturday. For more information, nyrrmilrosegames.org. You can go to thearmorytrack.com. Or just watch them on NBC, February 8th, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Nick, best of luck. Hope you make it to Tokyo, and hopefully we'll catch up down the road. All right, guys. Take care. Thank you. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right, uh, we got a little reaction here. From the Twitter world, of course, with the Mookie Betts blockbuster trade, Walker Bueller, the outstanding pitcher for the Dodgers, the young man just wrote, ha, 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 ha. His Twitter, by the way, is Bueller's Day Off. 
Uh, Cody Bellinger retweeted a Bleacher Report thing that said, Dodgers lineup is full of heavy hitters after the trade. Betts, Muncy, Turner, Bellinger, Peterson, Seager, Lux, Smith. Smith, Will Smith, and Peterson's an angel now. Uh, J.D. Martinez did the sad face. Of course, he's with the Red Sox. Will Middlebrooks, the former Red Sox third baseman, said, dumb trade. Players like at Mookie Betts don't come around very often. If you have it, keep it. You spend the offseason and first half of the season orchestrating ways to acquire the best talent for your roster. Because great players win you games and make average players better. Well, the Sox just got worse. Say what you want about clearing money. That doesn't help you win. Jalen Ramsey, who is a Ram, just retweeted the news and said, L.A., where it's at. The Los Angeles Kings said the Dodgers trade news clearly distracted everyone on ice. We'll be on the East Coast this weekend, so let us know if you need a ride back to L.A. Mookie Betts. And then Boston University women's hockey said we didn't score in the first period tonight, but at least we didn't trade away our best player. (laughs) I like that one. Uh, at Ball Player, which is a Red Sox account, it just has, um, you know, a very, very sad Stephen A. Smith who's in a lot of these things. People saying, anybody else feel like the Red Sox couldn't have gotten a lot more? A sweet 2020 Toyota Camry, perhaps? Something like that. Do I hear screaming in the hallway? Is someone being assaulted right now? I guess I have to go out and uh, see if someone's being assaulted, Peanut. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. More after a quick news break on Sports Byline. 